What's good? Welcome to episode 24 of the Casual Fan Podcast. I am your host, Wilfredo Venegas. Catch me on Twitter at WE Venegas. And if I'm going to be honest with you guys, I apologize for being so late uh, on this upload. I wasn't even going to upload at all. I was just Thursday when I normally record. I was just uh, I was watching the Rockets game and I was doing other things. And I was like, you know what? I'll just I'll just wait till later. But I would be uh remiss i don't know if that's a word to not record right now because i have a couple things to say about these houston rockets and the west as a whole so that's what we're going to talk about today the houston rockets um how they're doing how i'm such an idiot and i owe them an apology and we're going to talk about the landscape of the west which is getting extremely interesting now before i go on to the main segments um i do have to say i uh a lot of people maybe are expecting me to talk about the Deshaun Watson situation. Uh, for those of you who aren't aware, Deshaun Watson has officially requested a trade from the Houston Texans. Um, there is so much I feel towards that situation that I feel like I need to digest the feelings a bit more in order to talk about it. So I'm going to just sit on it a little bit because if I just talk now, I'm just going to bash on everybody i'm gonna bash on the texans i'm gonna bash at, at mcnair i'm gonna bash at easterby which they deserve but i'm also gonna bash watson and i want to think about it a bit more because i feel conflicted about the watson situation because in some ways i get where he's coming from but in other ways i don't you know i'm always a believer of you have to pay your dues and you have to get in a you have to be like your work has to show us who you are and it also has to garner you the respect. You know, you can't just be respected because you're a talent. You have to be respected because of what you have produced. Um, and I just have, I just have a problem with people already putting Deshaun Watson in a, in a place where Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Peyton Manning, these legends uh, that have won Super Bowls, uh, Aaron Rodgers that are just that have put their money where their mouth is. I have a problem with them comparing Watson to this echelon of quarterback because as talented as Deshaun Watson is, he hasn't done that yet. And I understand he's a, he's our franchise player, but at the same time, you are a player. But again, I'm, I'm, I, I said I wasn't going to get into it and he, here I am getting into it. So I want to just digest it uh, a bit more. And then hopefully, maybe by Tuesday's episode, I will be able to really just talk about it. And because uh, it's just it just sucks, man. It it sucks that Houston is going through this, um, and just going from baseball to basketball to football. With Houston is just going through it. Now, that being said, really quick, man. I hope I hope the Astros resign Carlos Correa. If if the Astros resign Carlos Correa. Or, or extend his contract, sorry, I would just be ecstatic because he is literally the only Astros hero left uh, besides Watt, but Watt's future is also very uncertain. But let's not talk about that right now. Let's, let's, let's get into um, the Houston Rockets and the West. So, man, oh, man, oh, man. Do I owe the Houston Rockets a huge apology? 
I I have never, ever, 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 ever been more happy to be wrong. Literally a week ago, I did a whole episode about this Houston Rockets team not being good, not having enough talent. We just ha- we just lost a couple in a row. And I just thought that we we're just gonna keep losing, keep losing, keep losing. At that point, I believe we were four and nine when I said that we were that bad. Um and I just thought that we didn't have talent. I thought Victor Ladipo, I'm still not sold on Victor Ladipo, but that's we'll talk about that later. I just thought that our talent of Victor Ladipo, John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, Jay Sean Tate, PJ Tucker, Christian Wood, I feel like that it was all right talent, but it didn't mesh well. Um, but ever since I made that podcast, ever since I made that bold predicament that we just better be used to unintentional tanking, because I just thought this team was so bad that we're going to unintentional tank, unintentionally tank. Let the record let, let the record be clear. I have never ever been a proponent for tanking, tanking for meaningful like tanking, like not playing your good players to actually lose or or like telling your coach to lose. I've never been a proponent of that, but I I thought the Rockets were just naturally going to lose. Ever since I said that, the Rockets are now winners of four straight. Four straight. But that's not even the thing, because we're still under uh, 500. We are currently eight and nine winners of four straight. But check this out. Check this out. The Rockets, the Houston Rockets, ever since trading James Harden, (laughs) The Houston Rockets, ever since trading James Harden, are the number one defense in the NBA. Do y'all understand how wild that is? Do do y'all understand how wild it is? With with James Harden on the floor, with James Harden on the floor, we were the 29th or 28th best defense in the NBA. For those of you guys who don't know how many... NBA teams there are in the West. I mean, in the East. I'm, I'm out of it right now. Um, for those of you guys who don't know how many NBA teams are on the NBA, there's 30. So the Rockets were bottom three, bottom four when it came to defense when we had James Harden. Ever since we traded James Harden, ever since we traded him, we are the number one defense in the NBA. And for the season, number six. For the season, we are ranked number six. What is going on with this Houston Rockets team? I am honestly astonished. I am astonished when it comes to this team and their defense and their grit. Like I, I always said this when I when I said they were bad. I when I said they were bad. And listen, I'm never going to go back on a statement. I said it. I'm going to own it. I was wrong. When I said they were bad, I did also say there were some dogs. They were some junkyard dogs. They were going to be gritty. They're going to be fun. They were going to keep things competitive, but ultimately lose. What I did not know is the degree of defense that this team was going to play and just be annoying for 48 minutes. That being said, they are kind of spotty offensively. Offensively, they are a hit or miss. But when you can rely on your defense, that is something special. I, I never would have guessed that this team would have been this special defensively. Um, and DeMarcus Cousins has really come out and just been a banger of a player. Um, just a banger of a player. Uh, since I recorded this last last podcast, I said we had a a three game uh, a three game 
three games coming up that were extremely winnable for us. And I thought we were going to go two and one so far. We're two and oh, in those games. And we still have the, the, um, the Pelicans game on Saturday, but so we, we played Washington on Tuesday and we won one Oh seven 88. That was, I mean, it was, it was close for a lot, for a lot of the time, but then at the fourth quarter, they just took over uh, Victor Lodipo, at 20 points, PJ Tucker had another donut, zero points. DeMarcus Cousins, check this out. DeMarcus Cousins had 19 and 11, four of eight from three. Uh, John Wall in his in his uh, return had 24 points. Uh, Gordon had 20. Uh, it was just a good balance effort, and Waba had 11. And that 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 we just ran ran away with that game. There's nothing. The Wizards are bad. The Wizards are terrible, and I hope to get someone from the Wizards organization or a beat writer or a fan of the Wizards that I can talk about this because I want to know how they feel about Russ uh, because Russ has been – the Wizards are 1-8 and eight with Russ on the floor, and Bradley Beal is the only player on that team that has a positive plus-minus um, free bat Bradley Beal. So we won that game running away, but then Thursday we had Portland. And, yes, Portland didn't have Nurkic. Portland didn't have CJ, but they still had Dame, and and – this is what, what made this win impressive because, yes, Portland was shorthanded, but at the same time, the Rockets came out flat, and in the first quarter, they were down by 20. I was upset. I was heated. I was like, why in the world are we down by 20? But then this team showed us something, that if shots don't fall in, it doesn't matter. They're going to defend and they're going to defend their butts off. And by halftime, the Rockets were beat from down 20 to up three. Yeah, that to me, that's ridiculous. To, to me, that that is showing grit, that's showing determination. And since that from from this game, from this game, I've gained a lot of information about this Houston Rockets. This team is not going to bottom out. This team is not going to be a, a below 500 team for long. They're not. This team is built to compete. Maybe not a championship contender, but an annoying team. And I'm about to make a comparison that is going to maybe surprise a lot of you guys, but I want you guys to tell me what you think because I'm going to make this comparison, and I hope you guys agree with me. But on Thursday, the, the Rockets, uh, Victor Lodipo had 25, seven rebounds, five assists, just a good solid all-around game from, from Victor Lodipo. Christian Wood uh 22 and 12 i need his jersey as soon as possible because christian wood every single game is getting more and more more and more confident he was eight of 12 from the field one of four from three but i, I believe he's like 34 percent, 35 percent from the three for the year so it, that that's going up pj tucker had two points but the most clutch basket coming at the end of, of the game in order to put us up uh john wall had 20 points five rebounds six assists jay sean tate two three one but Jay Sean Tate is still starting. And I feel like Jay Sean Tate, uh, you can't really measure his uh, his production uh, when, you know, on, on a box score. Like you kind of just have to watch him. Jay Sean Tate is just the, the most impressive rookie I've seen when it comes to basketball IQ. Uh, Eric Gordon added with eight, eight points. He was all right. Uh, Brown had uh, six points. Sterling Brown had six points. House, Daniel House Jr. had 11 points. Nwaba had two DeMarcus Cousins only played six minutes, but had six points and four rebounds and three assists. Um, and we won this game when we were down 20. We won 101 to 104. And now the Rockets are currently eight and nine with the Pelicans on Saturday. So I'm going to compare the Houston Rockets team to a team that 
I don't think a lot of players are a lot of people are are connecting yet, and I hope that this catches on. Um, but this Houston Rockets team reminds me a lot of last year's Miami Heat. Is that blasphemous? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's blasphemous, but I, I said it. I said it, and I have it on recording. This Houston Rockets team reminds me of last year's Miami Heat, and I know Miami right now is struggling. Miami's is like six and ten, I believe, but. Just think about Miami last year. They got Jimmy Butler. It's a whole bunch of scrappy guys, and you don't know how they, you know, it's Jimmy Butler and uh, Bam Adebayo and scrappy guys with Tyler Harrow, and they're just winning games by any means necessary. No one thought they were going to be good. No one thought they were going to make noise. But at the end of the day, this Miami Heat team buckled down and did what needed to be done and went to the finals. Now, am I saying that this Houston Rockets team is going to the finals? No. Am I saying this Houston Rockets team is going to compete? Absolutely. Am I am I ready to say that I was wrong? Yes. This Houston Rockets team is not going to bottom out. Am I ready to go the opposite route? Absolutely. Because this Houston Rockets team is going to make the playoffs. Is going to make the playoffs. And and I'm scared. I'm terrified because I'm saying it with chess right now. The Houston Rockets team will make the playoffs. And I'm going from wanting to, to from thinking we're going to tank to think we're going to make the playoffs and knowing we're not contenders, but knowing we're going to upset someone's season. We're going to make someone's season extremely difficult. And hopefully we ruin that season. This team reminds me of the of, of Miami Heat of last year, a team that plays defense, a team that's scrappy, John Wall doing what, what Jimmy Butler did in Miami. John Wall just uh, changing the culture of a team. This, this team is buying into the John Wall's leadership. And John Wall is just has a chip on his shoulder. And every interview, he throws shots at James Harden. I absolutely love it. He says, now, he says we traded the people that don't want to be here. And now we have the team that we want and we can do something special. I absolutely love John Wall's attitude. And everybody is buying into that. Jay Shantae, David Nwaba, DeMarcus Cousins, Christian Wood, Victor Ladipo. Everybody is buying into that chip to the to the to the redemption mentality if you think about the the if you think about our roster we have nothing but dogs on our roster and that's why this that's why i compare it to the miami heat team because they had nothing but dogs and and underdogs and that roster jay sean tate he had to go play overseas he's 25 he's finally getting a shot in nba chip on his shoulder the marcus cousin because cousin's injured hasn't played real meaning meaningful basketball in years chip on his shoulder john wall hadn't played basketball for two years his team didn't believe in him traded him chip on his shoulder victor ladipo coming off an injury his team didn't want to really give, give, give him the bag traded chip on his shoulder eric gordon didn't play well last year having a bounce back season chip on his shoulder uh pj tucker contract talk money just a consummate professional chip on his shoulder david Nwaba injury chip on his shoulder and don't get me started on christian wood who has bounced around and around when undrafted his girlfriend left him a Chinese team told him he wasn't he wasn't good enough to play there. Chip on his shoulder. This team is filled with dogs, and I apologize for not seeing it. I did not know that they were going to play defense to this level, and it's just a thing of beauty because offense will come, but the fact that, that they haven't even played together all that often and they're already defending to this level, that's something special. That's something special, and I'm saying it right now.
the, this Houston Rockets team will make the playoffs. Will they be a high seed? Absolutely not. <laughs> but will they make the playoffs? I think so. So, so that being said, now that I, I went on my little Rockets rant, let's look at the West landscape because the West is looking juicy right now because it's not what anybody would have guessed, but it's something that um, it, it's nice. It's refreshing. Utah currently with a 10 game win streak is sitting number one at, at the at West at the West right now, 14 and four right behind them is the Los Angeles Clippers at 14 and five. And right behind them is Los Angeles Lakers and the third seed with 14 and six losers of two in a row. So the top three teams to me are like, I think I predicted this being the top three, but I had Lakers one, Clippers two, Utah three. So it's interesting how they're all bunched up right now. And yes, Utah right now is riding a wave. Utah won a game without Donovan Mitchell against the Mavericks where where uh, Rudy Gobert just went off. He had, I believe, 29 points, 20 rebounds or the opposite one of those. But he just went off and they're, they're riding. They are riding the win streak. And, and I feel like Donovan Mitchell is just smiling, saying, Shaq, are you serious right now, Shaq? Because Shaq was talking all sorts of mess to him. And the Clippers are just silently rolling silently rolling i know Kawhi has been dealing with injury but they're silently rolling and the lakers 14 and 6 they lost two straight but i mean they're still the best team from top to bottom right and at west at at four we have denver at 11 and 7 they had a rough start but now they're winners of five in a row Don't, don't sleep on that winners of five in a row then we have san antonio at five shocking right san antonio at five they're 10 and 8 winners of two in a row then memphis at seven and six Winners of five in a row sitting at sixth seed. Then the seventh seed is the Phoenix Sun Suns. They are currently nine and eight, and they just won last night against the Warriors. Which, if y'all remember, uh, Phoenix started really hot. So the fact that they are seventh is is kind of uh, I, t- I knew it was going to balance out. I actually had the Suns as the eighth seed or seventh seed, and Portland right now they're sitting at nine and eight as the eighth seed. So that's the top eight right now. It's Utah Lakers. I mean, Utah, Clippers, Lakers, Denver, San Antonio, Memphis, Phoenix, and Portland. And then the 9 and 10 are Golden State and yours truly, Houston Rockets, winners of four in a row. And OKC is 8 and 9. Dallas is 8 and 10. They just lost three straight. So how is this Houston Rockets team going to make the playoffs? Because you still have Golden State, Houston, and Dallas. Those three teams to me are the three teams that are outside looking in because, I mean, no one predicted Dallas to, to go get to the slow of a start. Um, and Golden State is just under mm, they're 10 and nine. I could, Golden State is where people would have, probably would have expected them. Obviously, I see Memphis falling out. I see Memphis losing their spot. So I see Memphis going down. I see San Antonio going down. And I see Portland going down. So I think the Houston Rockets <laughs> will finish with a top uh, – will finish around eighth, seventh, or sixth seed. I know that's a big gap, but they're just so close right now. And I predict Memphis missing the playoffs and San Antonio missing the playoffs and Portland possibly potentially missing the playoffs with Golden State, Houston, and Dallas feening for those three spots. Where these teams will finish, I don't know. It's way too close to call. And if you think you know, then you don't know. Because last week, the Lakers were one and everybody else was looking up. And now Utah was up. But all I'm saying is, 
with the West landscape as it is, this team isn't far away from the pack. This team is right there with San Antonio. This team is right there with Memphis. This team is right there with Phoenix. This team is right there with Portland. This team is right there with Golden State. This team is right there with Dallas. And I'm not offending OKC by not mentioning them. They're a hard working team, but I just feel like that's going to balance out as well. But Houston has a chance to make the playoffs, to make some noise, and to potentially ruin someone's season. And I'm absolutely here for for it. But yeah, this is going to be a shorter episode. I've said that the last three. But I just needed to get something out, even if it was late. Because this Houston Rockets team has slowly, slowly, slowly won my heart. And we're invested in it, baby. Let's go. Houston Hound Dogs. Love you. Bye.